This time on Slaughterhouse Princess, Candyman. Dare you to say his name five times? So, I mean, like, do they, do, do you queef out of your butt or do they queef on your butt? Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. I'm Chris. I am Brett. And I am Troy. All hail Brett. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. Yes, welcome back, Brett. It's good to have you again. I was off on my, uh, all the sign. I opened up my <laughs> eyes. I saw the sign. Uh, Never gonna solid. give you up. What? Stop singing Ace of Base or saying it monotonally. <laughs> Help me, Christ, if you don't start reading that fucking book. The Candyman. Can. We already covered that. <laughs> this is the beginning. There, I took care of that for you. Now, go on. Anytime is... Chris hesitates, I'm going to fuck him up. Oh, good. Yeah, basically, this is a urban legend prequel where they're gathering all these urban legends, but apparently they're all about Candyman. It's the only urban legend anyone knows about in this movie. <laughs> It's some sort of alternate dimension. Yes, that's the only that's the only fear people have. Is the Candyman? I would just run around killing. How is it different from this dimension? Not much. Okay. And the uh, the legend, so it goes, is that you say Candyman five times in a mirror, and he shows up, you know, murders you or what have you. Right. And, and he makes Ted Raimi's hair turn white. He gets a lot of blood out of you. Yeah, enough that like it pours a down through the ceiling. Blood. Heckin'. I mean, it was nice of them though to give that uh, that prepubescent boy that that lady's job in the uh, in the opening when they were doing the reenactment of the Candyman and the the teenage girl. Who, oh, the, when I said that attractive and less attractive man were kissing. Yes. <laughs> yeah. That part. <laughs> That was uh, my comment. I, yeah, I couldn't figure out why they had the bra on the her, but like, they had her in a bra. <laughs> there was not, like there was not much story about something. Maybe it was all nipple under there. <laughs> it might have been. Not just two big ones. Like just areolas the size of like saucers. There's no areola involved at all. Just nipple. Just nipple. <laughs> Ton of them. Nipples all the way down. And back. <laughs> She was so excited, all six of her nipples were tingling. Rips through four brawls a week. <laughs> but enough about nipples. <laughs> Back! Read your book, Chris! Read your book, Chris! So, uh, Blondie <laughs> is writing some stuff in the uh, computer one night at the school. Now, how do you write in a computer? You can type on it, but uh -huh. you, can't, you can't write. No, it's glad oh, to have you. Back. You missed the part where uh, she goes to her husband's lecture, where he apparently is talk is polluting their uh, their sample pool for urban legends, and it's heavily implied that he's banging a student named Stacy. And then she goes types Can on the computer. About that is it like a nail gun? No. Was he banging Stacy wrong? I don't know. That was never shown. I couldn't. 
He didn't take the safety off before. <laughs> Were they doing it in the ear? I mean, that's their business. What two consenting adults do in the privacy of their place, that's their business. Until I go over the footage. Yeah. But anyway, enough about the weird man porn movie you're writing. Yeah. Sliver. <laughs> we should do a podcast about Sliver. Yeah, I was just going to reference that. <laughs> Whoop! Internet bump, fish bump. Boom! What's <laughs> up, Chris? Read your book. He's uh, typing into the computer. And one of the... Uh, Thanks. The cleaning ladies oh. happens to here talking listening to the the tape she's transcribing says hey i know about the candy man killed he killed a chick at cabrini green which is a local project yes this is a set in chicago for those who care i come from the ghetto homie i was raised on bread and bologna fair enough <laughs> so uh she has a chat with a couple of the cleaning ladies about the uh the candy man sightings Decides that she needs to go to Cabrini Green. Well, could yeah, they tell her about how he killed someone named Ruthie Jean? And then she hits the microfiche, which you never, which apparently doesn't exist in the 2010s anymore. Yeah. I think we need to bring it back. <laughs> I want those big, complicated, magnifying monitor goddamn contraptions. <laughs> and I want slides of newspapers for some reason that's how I want all my information on slides <laughs> I'm not going to fuck with anything I want this podcast on slides from this day forward. oh yeah no problem audio slides classic. So, so put that shit on slides and get it out there <laughs> now that I can really yeah, show so, periodically so she, I have she, to make these drastic changes whenever I do get a chance to show up for the podcast well, I want yeah. this shit on slides I ain't playing I know where you live too yeah, because you alternate between Chris's and uh, Thomas's basement. Well, I have to do my Ace of Base podcast at Thomas's basement. <laughs> yeah, that's reasonable. I wouldn't have that here. We saw the sign. I'll, we opened up. I'll our eyes. We saw the sign. <laughs> We're never going to give it up. No. Because you're living in a perfect nation. Fork. Uh huh. Oh. You're done quoting Ace of Base? That's not from the book. <laughs> yes. But yeah, so so her microfiche research tells her that there actually was a lady named Ruthie Jean murdered at the projects, and she wants to go see where she was murdered to see how similar to the Candyman legend this actually was. So they go to the projects where they are promptly called out to be 5-0, which yep. they are not, but I don't blame yep. them. It's because of their coats and shoes. Yeah, and, but one of the dudes is literally dressed like Rerun from Good Times. Yeah, it's pretty Like, solid. had the hat and everything. Ah, <laughs> uh, the 90s. No, no. Rerun was not from the 90s. The yeah, but Rerun was not. But the it, He was re-rerun. Yeah, Chris, re-rerun. If we're going to get with the damn program around a here, what? A rerun, run, a rerun, run. Yeah, see, Troy knows. Anyway. Why don't you? They head up to the uh, crime scene. You don't know. They start uh, poking around, taking some pictures. They find a hole behind the medicine cabinet, which is what the supposed murderer came through. 
And of course, the white lady is like, I'm going to go through there. What's the worst that could happen? I'm white. (laughs) And there's all kinds of crazy graffiti and such. And she crawls out of a hole that that is painted to look like a mouth. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Finds a bag full of candy that is left as. I mean, at that tribute. point, you kind of have to wonder which is better to go back in or to be out. Well, because if you go back in, then like you go through into the mouth of madness, and that never works well for people. Nah, they the they didn't work out well for those people. Not for Sutter. Out Kane, of the mouth of madness. That was a different movie. It was yes. the sequel. Out of the mouth of madness. It was just a bunch of regular ass people sitting around for like an hour and a half, vomiting. Uh, Yes, vomiting profusely the whole time. That was the whole thing. <laughs> no one was credited for that film. Yeah, but the candy also had razor blades me. in it. I just recorded myself vomiting a lot and uh-huh. submitted it to any studio I could find. C- cool. Still working at Frisch's. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like the people who did uh, Guinea Pig 2 might be up for that movie. Possibly. They said it was too raw. <laughs> too raw. Too real. What about the people who did Raw? Would they do that movie? It's too real. They put it on Monday Night Raw? Nitro. That's not even a thing, but... It's been for a decade or so. It was the Saturday Night Main Event. Saturday Night Fever. Much different than all the things you just talked about. <laughs> Cabin Fever. Glad you're here to keep us on point. Point beeper. Not even a thing. <laughs> Topical. Point cabin. <laughs> anyway. Anywho. So they take some pictures and they uh. They Boring. Leave. I'm just kidding. I didn't write it. And then a lady shows up with a Rottweiler who that is in like a service dog, like harness. We see the but lady's she's- not very aggressive, so she has the service dog to be more aggressive for her. But she has like it's she's not like she's blind or anything. I just assumed she was blind at first because she had like the hand you know, the the handle on the top of the harness that like the blind people use for their seeing eye dogs, and I was like, Oh, she's blind. Oh wait, no, she's not. Nope. And also that actress was named Vanessa Williams, but she was not the Vanessa Williams from uh, Eraser or the Eraser. Also true. Yeah. She don't know. <laughs> So she, but uh, we go ahead. She gets mad on account of everybody was uh, poking around. Like, hey, All these sorry. white people be coming up into the projects and poking around at this thing, and y'all think we're bad because we're black, just like Chris. No, not like me. That's, that's no. We all think Chris is bad because he's black. It's fine. Yeah, I'll give you that. I mean, he's a middle-aged white guy, but he's totally black. Also true. <laughs> So, uh, the lady recounts the tale of what she saw and how she heard the murder and called the 911 and all that fun, exciting stuff. Yeah, she tells them that her log saw something that night. Then they, uh, they take off. Close. We jump smash cut to some sort of dinner party. With a dude who, like, is like a long-haired Stephen Fry. Yeah. No, he was a big old boy. He was. Well, Stephen Fry is not a small man. You're saying he's a big old boy. Potentially. 
And they're uh, they're apparently having some sort of rivalry with this Stephen Fry lookalike guy. Fry alike. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're gonna make a better Candyman than you can make a Candyman. And he's like, oh yeah. So what about Candyman's story? They're like, we don't know nothing about no Candyman story. Yep. And he's like, well, actually, I wrote the book on the Candyman story, so uh, how about you little ladies just go back and sit down and uh, yeah, do your silly little research? Yeah, along and knit something or something. Yeah. And uh, so they're like, oh, oh, that's it. We're going to make the best Candyman. Droll. Yeah, We're going to out Candyman your Candyman ass. That's what they say. And at some point, they uh, take time out of their busy schedules to try to get the Candyman. What, by saying his fucking name a few times at the mirror? Uh, precisely five times. Hush, now, I, it, that's not the point. It's just, it, it's, thir- it's two well, seconds to do that. Well, the uh, the white woman says it five times. The other woman says it four times. Yeah, because she's smarter than that. Uh-huh. Yeah. White people are dumb. And old... Uh, Old Blondie heads back to the projects to do some supplementary research. Which apparently is just talking to some kid. Like, yeah, yeah like Gary Coleman. Man. Yeah, Gary Coleman's like, Candyman totally murdered a guy in a bathroom. You should go in that bathroom. But I just, like, mur- no, I didn't murder the kid. He cut the kid's dick off with his hook. Which, yeah. I'm not sure how you cut a dick off with a hook, but uh, apparently Candyman commands that. He uh, goes in the bathroom, which is all full of uh, fecal graffiti. Fecal graffiti. Red fecal graffiti. It was shit and bees, that's what it was. Yes. Shit and bees mixed together the way God intended it. Like a Reese's cup, but more delicious. Yeah, but it's bees and shit. Human shit. Well, presumably human. Not bee shit. That takes a lot of shit to make all that poop. There's a lot of bees. Nah, I don't think there's that, that much turtle. though. Bees do actually poop a lot, which is weird. But I, I, it's weird that I know that. But I know that <laughs> you would know that. That's weird. Uh, well, I own some bees now, so that's that's how I know. Where's the candy man? Yep. That, yes. That totally tracks. See, my right hand's a hook. So, uh, while she's in the bathroom, a, a guy walks in. Who Just is, like Chris? Yes. Sure. Why not? Yeah, like she went to a boy's bathroom with a camera. Like, I mean, she's going to end up on a list. <laughs> so, a guy walks in proclaiming himself to be the candy man, complete with a hook in his hand. Held in his hand. Yes. Don't leave the audience, Chris. I said hook in his hand, which I thought was probably factually accurate. Yeah. And he, uh, see, Troy knows. He says something to the effect of, I'm the Candyman bitch, and clocks her in the head. Yeah. I'm the Rick James Candyman bitch. <laughs> no, Kane's a hell of a drug. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, rescued by the little boy, they end up at the cop shop. Where we have a, a nice police lineup. And she's like, that's the guy. He's the one. And they're like, cool. We would have arrested him a long time ago, but, you know, the projects and all. 
Yeah, they we can't protect anyone there, so they won't turn ev- they won't drop evidence on anyone or drop a a I don't know. They won't give witness against someone else. They're not on site. I do not have the hip slang for that. Possible they're not on fleek. Yes. They may be on point, though. What about off the chain? Clearly they were not. Like one chain or two chains? Topical. Fucking love two chains. Uh Uh-huh. Anyway. You all know. I do not know. I, I like watching uh, Kate Upton lip sync to Two Chains. Anyway, so uh, she goes back to you know school Alcatraz. to get the the slides that were made out of the photos. I told you I want this fucking podcast on slides. <laughs> and in the parking garage, she hears the sweet velvety voice of the Candyman. Yeah, Tony Todd's voice is amazing. Like, mmm, yeah. Mm. Yeah, he Tony should just Todd do that. voice work for everything. Yeah. yeah. If there was a Tony Todd GPS module, I would buy it. That'd be awesome. And he uh he shows up in the parking garage and he's like, Hey, look. You're starting to make I'm wearing a think. pimp coat. Yeah. And a hook hand. My coat's fancy as fuck. You don't believe in it. It is. Yeah, he doesn't like the fact that Bull Blondie's making people not believe in the Candyman no more. That she's trying to play it off like it's just some gangbanger. That's why Santa Claus killed all them people. So he says, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make you unconscious, and you're going to wake up in a bathroom covered in blood. But it won't be your blood. Nope, cat blood. Dog blood. Cat dog blood. Cat dog uh, it was the aforementioned Rottweiler blood because she comes out of the bathroom and there's just a dog head on the floor. Yeah, and she sees a cleaver in a pool of blood, so like anybody would in that situation, she picks it up immediately. And runs, screaming, towards anyone she can find. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which happens to be the uh, the lady from earlier who's hollering that her, her dog is dead and her child's gone. He cleaves her in the arm because she was slamming her head into the ground. Yeah, I, I gotta say, uh, Virginia Madsen's character suffered a lot of brain trauma in this movie. Yeah. Took a lot of blows to the head. She looks like Agent Scully. No. Kinda. Yeah. See, Troy knows. Kinda is I can not see that. You don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> so she gets arrested for her dog murder, child kidnap, probable murder ways. Person attacking. Attempted murder? That's a bullshit charge. You just tried. Yeah, it's it's like a... Just because you don't succeed? That's a crime now? <laughs> it's, it's, the partas- it's, the par- it's the participation trophy of, crim- of crimes. I like precipitation <laughs> trophy better. I like trophies for rain. <laughs> the rain trophy. Well, you attempted to murder them. Here's your reward. It's called precipitation precipitation, so that's pretty... Participation. Classy as fuck. Participle potation. Perscription. And, um. I think it's perscription. What? Participle palpation. Yeah, see? The Blondie. You don't know. Blondie gets released on bail. They they tell they say she tell her she's under arrest, 
But then they only refer to her as a suspect from then on, which is not like if you're a suspect, you're not under arrest usually. Yeah, it's confusing a little. I've never been charged with being a suspect. True. Been charged with being circumspect, but not a suspect. Circumcised, yes, but quite. <laughs> yeah, she goes home. Brett never wears turtlenecks. <laughs> At home, uh, her beau has to go to the school to get some sort of, I don't know, papers or blowjobs from students or whatever he's up to. Paper blowjobs. Uh, he's banging Stacy, is what he's doing. And maybe Stacy's mom, but definitely Stacy. I mean, she has it going on. Yeah. <laughs> and the old. Uh, Do you like all these shitty song jokes? Yeah, they're great. <laughs> Hey, at least Brett's getting song jokes. That's an improvement. Yeah, I saw the sign. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> anyway, the candy man shows up while she's alone, and he's like, hey, uh, I think it's time to murder some more people. She strongly disagrees. And gets yeah. knocked not out, but incapacitated somehow. She gets knocked fuzzy. Yeah. I'm knocked a fuzzy. As her uh, her friend from earlier shows up with uh, the slides or whatever. You got this podcast on the slides yet? Yep. And the Candyman. <laughs> all 156 episodes. episodes. Yes, all episodes <laughs> are on Skies. Scap, 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 and the Candyman murders her. So she looks, you know, like a double murderer. She is promptly taken to the psychiatric ward. Where she is uh, strapped to a table. And Tony Todd shows up. And hides under the bed. And then they give her 1,000 mils of something. Which is literally a liter of something. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, so, a whole lot. <laughs> one liter of morphine, please. Yeah, quick. I we mean, need that, a thousand mils stat. I mean, that's the volume of an IV bag. I, I know this because my dad was a pharmacist that worked in the IV room of a hospital. And yeah, one one thousand milliliters or one thousand mils is one IV bag. So basically, they just gave her an entire IV bag of drug, whatever yeah. drug it was. Drug 13. Bring me one thousand mils of unspecified drug immediately. <laughs> it doesn't matter which one. Just bring it in here. It's just fucking saline. I, I mean, it's probably she like don't know. Because after that, she was probably like a dancer in a daydream. So, I mean, a thousand milliliters of anything would probably fuck you up pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I know a liter of vodka treats you pretty well. <sighs> so she uh is escorted and uh, strapped down in a chair and she's talking to some uh, psychiatrist psychologist it's not clear I don't know if you can prescribe drugs or not uh, they had her like on Thorazine for a month in order to uh, I don't what, what did they say they, they like basically like we gave you Thorazine for a month in order to uh, calm you down <laughs> a month full like, of Thorazine you'd be way more in calm she used to relax <laughs> I mean, how hairy were her legs? That's what I want to know. Real motherfucking hairy. 
Yep. I mean, after a month, my legs get pretty hairy. And uh, she decides to show the the brain doctor that the Candyman's real by summoning him the mirror that he interestingly has in his office. Maybe he's a mirror doctor. And then looks real surprised when the Candyman shows up and fucking murders him. Murdidly murders him. Erdler. Yeah, because at this point, the Candyman's done nothing but, you know, hand out cupcakes and puppies to people. And stick hooks in them. Which fucking movie were you watching? I was watching the one where the Candyman gives out cupcakes and puppies. No, I was watching a different It's one. actually my fan fiction. I'm trying to develop <laughs> Candyman 4. Uh, that's that's the Christina Aguilera uh, music video. Chris is a genie in a bottle. You gotta rub him the right way. <laughs> because he's young and proud. Good. It's good that you know that much Christina Aguilera. Aguilera. No, that's yeah. actually an Ace of Base song. I'm still working through Ace of Base. I saw the sign. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we know. I opened up my eyes. Yes, we yeah, I saw the sign. We've covered that at great I, great length. I've I've got all in my mind, don't worry. Back to the book. I'm young and proud. So uh Candyman murders the guy and then jumps out the window, confusingly. <laughs> and then like uh what like basically like crawls across the side of the building into another window where she knocks out a woman who looks creepily like Adrian Barbeau. And takes her clothes. He makes a, a daring hospital escape. I like it. And heads back home where uh, her husband is shacking up already with um, Stacy. Stacy. Yeah, and like Stacy, and like he comes out and he's wearing like a robe with like a like an under robe or something going on. Like he's like full half. <laughs> I wear nine robes around the house. <laughs> I mean, if he had a smoking jacket and a cravat on underneath that, I would not be surprised. And she uh, basically just kind of hoot hollers at everybody. And like uh, threatens Stacy with like, are you, you sure you want to here? Why don't you call the hospital? I know you want to call the hospital. I'm. I'm the crazy lady handing you the phone to call the hospital. You think you really want to call the hospital when I'm within arm's reach of you? <laughs> yeah, and Stacy does not want to do that. Nope. So Stacy's she... mom didn't have that going on. Nope. Did not. <laughs> so she decided. I mean, she's kind of old enough to be Stacy's mom. Which one? I'm confused. Uh, Virginia Madsen. Ah. Fair enough. You're always confused. Also true. Chris Fact! Always confused. No, he added one. I heard it. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to see what it is yet. Always. <laughs> so she, uh, I, like the, I have the live edition. They're fun. So she heads back to uh, Candyman's lair. Is it some sort of abandoned warehouse adjacent to the project building? Yep. Yeah, because she's going to give himself herself over to him so that he will release uh, Vanessa Williams's baby. And uh, she tries to 
spanking with a hook that she found on a chain. But it doesn't work, so instead she gets French kissed with bees. He's hook proof. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny because like, I saw those bees like, oh, that's just like a swarm of bees, which is one of the safest uh, collection of bees you can find because they have no hive to defend, so they just kind of crawl around and look scary but do nothing. Roy's the resident bee expert. You know, I have, I've had bees for three weeks now. Three weeks longer than I've had bees. Name one of them Spud. Is he the cut-up? No, we named him after uh, Game of Thrones houses because so, we're big, huge nerds. I would name we have each hive, individual bee. Yeah, we have Hive Tyrell and Hive Martell. Now, do the bees have little hats? No. I don't know how you would put a hat on a bee. What's the point in having bees if you ain't going to put little hats on them? Uh, honey? Yeah. Uh, sugar, sugar? Or hats. All right. Work on that. Regretting to me? Yeah. I don't have time for that kind of stupid shit. You do that. <laughs> I think you need an Etsy store, Brett, where you where you make bee hats and sell them to people. All hats for bees? Individually made artisanal bee hats. $48 a piece. <laughs> Trademark. <laughs> Damn it! It's too late. That's Troy's baby now. No, no, no. Trademark for Slaughterhouse Princess. Well, we can all three share the uh, the mad dollars. Oh, no, make it's all this. my money. Slaughterhouse Princess, a limited liability corporation. Also, be heads. <laughs> so anyway, small heads for bees. So now uh, she gets knocked out again because head trauma is the name of her game. Yeah. She gets knocked down and eventually just doesn't NFL get back up again. Quarterback. And uh, the Candyman has hidden the baby inside of the pile of garbage that is going to be a bonfire. The Hobo Fortress, thank you very much. The Hobo Fortress. A Hobopolis, if you will. Yes. <laughs> and she, uh, she goes looking with her hook and toe, which makes that little kid from earlier... I think the Candyman is crawling around inside of the, the Hobo Fortress, so they, of course, douse it with gasoline and set it on fire. I would. Well, that goes back to his origin story, so that makes sense. Yeah. So, Candyman shows up by the uh, the baby, and he's like, oh, yeah, we're all going to get burned alive. It's going to be pretty rad. Our, our, bones, our bone ashes are going to mix together, and we'll live forever in urban legend. And it's going to be amazing because you remind me of my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, literally. But instead, she kicks him in the nuts and grabs the baby and crawls out. Right in the dick. On fire, nonetheless. Right in the dick on fire. Yep. His flaming dick gets kicked and then her back catches fire and her hair, her wig catches fire. And she saves the baby, but succumbs to her wounds. Yes. Yes, to her womb. Yeah, her uterus was super pissed. Sweet God, how many does she have? Nine. <laughs> all them nipples and all them uteruses. All them nipples and uteri. <laughs> how many nipples per uterus? Uh, well, one point something, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> one point six 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 six. Yeah, just keep saying that for the rest of the time. That's a solid bit. So they bury old Blondie, and there's nobody at her funeral besides 
Husband. Six, 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 six. And Stacy. And Stephen Fry. Stephen Fry and some other guy who I don't know who he was. The priest. And as the funeral is wrapping up, all the people from Cabrini Green come out to pay their respects because they know that she saved the baby from the candy man. Six 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 really going to go with that, huh? And they they toss the candy man's hook onto her coffin to be buried with her. Six 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 and um six six the husband six later is so distraught that he tries to summon her by saying her name in the mirror five times. Six 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 and then she shows up and murders him. Six. Yes, and apparently Stacy uh, had to wear six, a white, six, six, a thin six, white shirt six, with no bra six, 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 for that six, scene six, for some six, reason. Six, 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 six. Uh huh. And the end. Six, 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 six. six. And that's uh, Candy Man. I'm equal parts six, six, impressed six, six, by your uh, tenacity six, 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 and annoyed six, six, by it right now. Six, six, six. Six 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 six. So Brett, what did you think of the movie? Six six six. I don't know. I didn't like it nearly as much as you two. I thought it was kind of boring. So it's, you would watch? Tell people to watch it or not watch it? Probably not. I mean, it's not really. There's there's way better stuff that's come out in the night. What rating out of ten would you give that's it? It's big following a billion. Really, really set you up for the obvious fucking <laughs> joke. Nigga the billion. Nigga fucking just don't six, fucking six, take six, it. Six, 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 no, because now it's six, too late. Six, six, you six, fucked six, it up. Six, six, six. <laughs> six out of ten. Damn, I'm dude, not just gonna underhand. I'm not just gonna that. fucking say six. Six didn't seem like a reasonable score to me. Uh, oh, point six 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 six. Well, you need your own microphone so I can mute you. <laughs> but you have you have one more task, Brett. Six 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 six. You still have another task. Come on, you have two tasks. One of them you have to ask one of us what we think. No. So, Chris, what do you think? I what's my other task, Troy? Uh, we'll get to that later. Yeah, don't worry about it. Fuck. <laughs> I personally like this movie. I bet you. I did. <laughs> I watched it when it first came out and really liked it. I still like it now. Not as much as I did back in the day. The day. But I think it's pretty good. I like it because it tells its own story. Kind of uh, the idea of uh, urban urban legends has always been something I'm into. Especially the modern ones. Cabra? Yes. I think it does a pretty good job of kind of making a mythology for the Candyman. I like the fact that his reasoning for doing all this stuff isn't just because he wants to murder people, but he only can continue to exist when people talk about him, so every so often he has to come back and do a bunch of horrific shit so people believe in him again. I say give it a watch. It's not the most violent thing you'll ever see, but if you're into uh, it's something that's uh, maybe a little slower paced, <laughs> but at, at least it's doing its own thing. Don't I say give it me. a go. <laughs> what do 
What do you think, Mr. Troy? Uh, I I liked it. I, I wasn't in love with it, but I liked it. Um, this was this was the first time I'd watched it, so that was good. I was glad that I suggested this uh, because of the bees. I wish there would have been more bees, but bees are you know bees were used mostly as cut scenes, but for <laughs> there were bees. And um, they see. I also like the idea that he needs to perpetuate his legend in order to survive. Uh, it's kind of like a kind of got a good like American Gods kind of feel to it. To be a little topical uh, with uh, shows that are out these days, and um, yeah, I, it was it was slow. There was not as much gore as I expected. It was based off a Clive Barker novel or Clive Barker story, at least. I should probably read that at some point, since I liked this enough to do that. Um, Tony Todd, his voice is amazing. Virginia Madsen, at least, is a decent actress. She's she's a good actress. She's not going to, I mean, she didn't win any awards for this or anything, but she was good. And the writing was decent. Uh, It was good. I, I liked it. It's. It is definitely better than average for a 90s horror movie. That is 100% certain. And it is probably slightly better than average for, <laughs> for horror movies in general. So I say give it a give it a, give it it a a watch if you haven't watched it before. Next up, we're going to do From Beyond. Yes. Another, uh, what's the dude's name? Stuart, Stuart Gordon. Gordon. And there's Stuart and Gordon jo- joint. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming it's going to have Lovecraftian tones to it. It does. I think uh, we even recommended this to the the horror show hot dog gentleman at one point. And I'm sure they hated it. No, they liked it. Oh, okay. Our our, uh, batting average with that is not so high. (laughs) That's true. We're going to do that next week. If anybody... uh, has any suggestions or comments? Well, Brett, what six, would they six, do? Six, 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 six. Uh-huh. Six, six, six. This is your other task, Brett. Yeah. Well, we're Slaughterhouse Princess. You can find us on the Facebooks, Twitter, Play, you, Ben General, and the Slaughterhouse Princess Podcast at gmail.com. iTunes, Reddit, Patreon, yeah, I think you got most of them poorly. Bloodhouseprincess.com, <laughs> whatever. Mm-hmm. That's that's real good. You did a real good thing there. Six, 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 six. So am I at like a different angle today or is the manticore taller than usual?